Blog Talk Radio. Six men. Radio. 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 Hey, this is MC Light. What's up, man? This is Puma from VH1's Black Ink Crew. Yo, check this out. It's Soul Brother number one. Rock. Yo, yo, it's G by G Sweet. Can't blow out. The home of adult contemporary hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Six Man Radio. Six Man Radio, man.
Bobby Caldwell here on Sixth Man Radio, the home of contemporary hip-hop and grown-up and sexy R&B.
street is you gave him his walking papers and well I wanna be the man that my daddy raised me to be my mama taught me to be see baby that's who that's you
say my name, I ain't. That's the fire we make. Like I'm off to a flame. The fire we make. Remix. Listen. Hey, baby. How you doing tonight? I wanna let you know. I wanna tell you just how I
this is MC Light. What's up, man? This is Puma from VH1's Black Ink Crew. Yo, check this out. It's the Soul Brother number one. P -p 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 -rock. Yo, yo, it's Chiba, G Sweet, Camp Blue The home of adult contemporary hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Six Man Radio. Six Man Radio, man. Guys, we might be on another network soon, so you know, 
That's what it is, y'all. You feel oh, me? well. Um, moving right along. Moving right along. It's been a really interesting week. Um, it's been a lot of... Uh, yo, did you see what happened with Pat Poos? Again. No, did what happened? See? Tell me. Well, well, Pat went at uh, uh, Big Sean. Because Big Sean did an interview. And, and apparently... They, they mentioned Pat Poos and Big Sean was like, uh, who is Pat Poos? Pat Poos who? So, uh-huh. I, I noticed on Twitter, Pat Poos tweeted him and was like, yo, you got 29 minutes to, to apologize. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or some, or some real Brooklyn shit. You know how Pat do. Right? right. So, apparently Duke ain't, ain't apologized. So, Pat put out a, um, a joint. The night was on B night, so I ain't play it, you know what I'm saying? But he put out a joint. It's hard. Like, he went crazy. He went really crazy. So, shout to that. And um, oh, shout to Meek yeah. Mill, who also made a, uh, he was going at Cass. I thought that that beef was already dead, but he went at Cass. Cass and, right. and uh, the song is called Kendrick, You Next. So, I guess he's got something for Kendrick, too. And you know what? I was actually impressed by Meek. I think he did his thing on this thing. Really? I heard he had a diss yeah. song called Old Kill Him. Also dissing hmm. Kendrick again. So, yeah, it's quite interesting. This whole control verse that uh, Kendrick then dropped and then yeah. snowballed into all this crazy drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But but you know what? Later for all the beef, you know, we had to get right. that out of the way, you know, for the hip hop heads to listen. But tonight is about love. That's Tonight's right. about love. Yo, if you in love, if your black ass is in love, call up and tell us, you know what I'm saying, and tell us who you're in love with and why. Yeah. You know, this is, this is a special this is a special night. We got Jill Scott and Raheem Devon. Raheem's pulling up. I see the niggas. I'm, I'm looking through the blinds. <laughs> I see the niggas pulling up and shit. Niggas, oh, you, know, you know. Oh, oh, you know, you know, you know that RB. Yo, yo, yo you see him pulling up, nigga? hard. <laughs> Raheem wow. pulling up, It'll so we're going to have him in too. a couple minutes. Raheem is yeah, doing yeah. his thing, yo, and mind yeah. you, I have to say, Raheem is, is independent. He's not on a major right. label. He's very proud right. of himself. All this this uh, place called Loveland is, is independent and is on his own personal label, and he, he's got some sponsors. He's doing it big. I'm, I'm happy to say I'm very proud of him. Can't wait to talk to him. Get him yeah. on the line. Oh, he's Raheem. real underrated. He's real underrated. You know, I think yeah, I think a I've lot of people him do know him who he is. A couple of times, yeah. 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 Man, yeah. listen, he puts on a yeah. show like that of like the old school R and B, like Teddy Pendergrass. He puts it on. Yeah. He ain't ripping off shirts or nothing like that, but he really gets into it. I mean, he does come from a lineage of music, you know, so it's. Is definitely you can see it in him. So y'all, y'all hear it on the interview. I mean, he's he's so fly. I have to definitely yeah. salute my brother. You know. Word up, word up. Well, shout to him. Shout to Raheem Devon. You know, he's definitely underrated. It's wild because people know who he is, but I don't mm-hmm. think enough people know who he is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's crazy. I think more people need to know who Duke is because they they busy running around chasing Trey songs and. Uh, and the Chris Browns, and that's cool, you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you like spinning around in a circle and reaching up for the sky after you stop with a <laughs> fist and 
type music, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. cool, but every now and again, you know, you need that baby making music. And, and you need that baby. You don't need the, the, the emulation of the baby making music. You need the actual, the, the real baby making music. Yeah. Because to me, it seemed like Trey and Chris, although they make good music, you know what I'm saying? It seemed like they try to emulate the greats instead of, you know, actually carving a niche. Like, Chris right. sounds like Michael when he starts doing the ballads. Uh, yeah, your boy does. Trey, he he be trying to sound like uh, Aaron Hall and them niggas. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. this nigga be bugging out. So, you know, shout to, shout to him. He in the movie with, with my baby mom's Jill, man. Jill Scott, who be on later. <laughs> you know, that shit look like Soul Plane 2, don't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, it's not yeah. that Soul Plane 2. I hope it's not. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see. Oh, we'll see. And then Jilly from uh, Philly's in it, so you know, it kind of gives yeah. it a, a better reputation. It might not be what you think, so let's see. Yeah. Well, well, yo, two of my baby moms is in that movie: Jill Scott and uh-huh. Lauren London. Uh, Lauren London. Yeah, two of my baby moms. Explain. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be yeah. funny. I think it's gonna be like you know, the first one was. I like the first one. What you think about the first one? What Soul Plane? No. No, this movie that they're in right now. <laughs> what movie are you talking about that they're in? Baggage claim. It's, it's another yeah. airplane movie. It's like Soul Plane too, because all the motherfuckers is in it. But this is the second one, ain't it? This ain't the first one. I don't know. I don't what know. What was that? It was um. Ah, oh, damn it! Ah, oh, man, I'm bugging out right now. It was with Mozart. And no, no. Most Death was in it and Brown um, Sugar? They played like a like a UPS delivery dude and, oh, and next Mike day, yeah. was in it. Ah, okay. Next. See, I got it all mixed up. See what I'm saying? I but, thought it was like oh, another oh. next day air part two. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. Although that would be dope, man. Shout to yeah. yo. Shout to most. That's my nigga. And yo, I'm trying to get him on the show, y'all. I'm trying. I'm trying. But, you know. Yeah, it's hard to get in contact with, with, with you know what I'm saying? Um, it was something else I wanted to say too, man. Um, before we bring Raheem on. Oh man, what was I gonna say? I don't even remember, y'all. You know, oh, drug, you know who else was in that movie too? Um, oh. Paula Patton. That's my third baby mom. But yo, oh, okay. I was making sure. Yo, I was like, does he know about the third well, baby mom? But it's wild, though, about Paula Patton. Now, I used to think she was, like, super bad. Like, I still think she's bad. But, yo, you ever notice her, like, when she's on the red carpet with Robin or when she's in pictures or when she's in the interview or whatever? She's got this stupid smile on her face. Like, she's high as hell. Like, <laughs> but not high from weed. Like, I don't know, like, whatever she's smoking, I want to sell it. You know what I'm saying? Because, yo, real talk, if you look at her, she looks like the happiest person ever, like, to the point where I want to grab her by her shoulders and shake her, like, stop being happy. (laughs) Stop it. Well, she's got a lot to be happy about. Think about it, you know? I mean, she does look a little, I'm not going to front, I agree with you. She always seems slightly goofy, you know? Yeah. Like, she's too bad to be goofy. She's too yeah. bad. Too she's bad for a little that. slightly goofy. Like, mm, I wonder if she's high. But we'll see. And this, like I said, this movie seems like it's going to be pretty funny. It's got really great people in it outside of the, your three baby mamas. 
You know, Tate Diggs right. is in it as well. Boris Kojo. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody talk about Boris Kojo, they're like, oh, my God, Boris Kojo. I don't know. He's not doing it for me like that. Well, he could just be me. I don't know. You know why? You know why he probably don't do it for you? Because, for a couple of reasons. Because everybody pretty much gravitates to the, the, the norm, which is supposed to be, you know, Light skin, muscle bound dude with no cuts and bumps on his face or whatever. You from the hood, Nate. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Boy, Cole Joe, <laughs> oh, shout to him. But, you know, Duke is, you know, Duke is like the male equivalent for us. Who would be the, ma- the like, the females for us equivalent to him? Um, hmm. that's, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, I, well, it's just like, man, they just seem like ain't nothing in their brain. All of them. <laughs> There it is. There it is. There it is. And this is her movie too. Like she's she's the star of this film, you know, by David E. Talbert, who who has a, a lot of uh, you know what they call the Chitlin Circuit plays that been all mm-hmm. you know those those black plays that and, and he he transferred over to movies a few movies back. I remember. So this is. This is her lead film, and everybody around her is a supporting cast. You also got Lala in it. So, mm. you know, it's got a credible cast. Tia Moray's in it. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And, of course, the fabulous and wonderful, delightful Jill Scott. I just love that woman. Love her. No, that's my boo, man. Just saying yeah. I love her. Yeah, that's my boo. <laughs> <laughs> Chill, man. So no, anyway, no. what? So you think, I you love think that I'm gonna girl. be nervous when she come in later, or when we get on later tonight? I don't you know. Think I, I think you're gonna keep your cool. You know, you, you know how you are. You, you talk a good game, but once you get in front, you really keep your cool and you keep it together. <laughs> we'll see how you do. Y'all will see how oh, he man. does. Allah, mm-hmm. Allah. Yeah. All right, so with, with, without further ado, what we're going to do here, we're going to bring in Raheem Devon because, you know, there's a couple ladies outside the studio. Like, you see them, you see them lined up, Nate? Yeah, I wish I wish this one shorty would, like, take her breast off the window because that's kind of bothering and she me. Got a, but, but wait, and she got a gold tooth, too. I wonder if Raheem keeps that. Anyway, we're going to get into this. Right yeah, because I want to get her out of here. But you know what, though? I'm going to go out there. I'm going to try to see. You know, I'm going to holler. Go ahead, Ryan. You got Ryan? I think I'm going to leave y'all alone. Is it safe? I, I think I can handle it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm ladies? I'm sure you can. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you can. Six Man Radio. We'll be right back. Yeah. Six Man Radio, it's your girl, Nadine, and we're back. I have an exclusive interview, one-on-one, with tonight's special guest, Raheem Devon, y'all. Say what's up to the people, Raheem. What's going on, 007? The seventh man is now in the building. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent, excellent, excellent. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, my host and I, The Bad Seed, this show is used as a platform just so everyone could know, like, all the fantastic music, not just what's on the radio. And I think you have a very good idea of what I'm speaking of because you also host your own radio show as well. I sure do. I sure do. On Sundays from 7 to 9. I'm 
I'm very happy to hear that. I'm very happy to hear that. What are some of the things that you play on your show? I mean, we play any and everything. You know, we try, we try to make the uh, playlist unique, but we also play, you know, we play stuff, I guess, that's in, you know, in your top 40, rhythmic, pop, whatever as well. But we definitely mix it up, you know, some overseas looks, a lot of uh, a lot of underground hip hop, a lot of a lot of uh, blogger hip hop, you know, artists like my um, like like my artist Phil I Day, for example, or you uh-huh. know, Rocky Fresh, you know, ASAP mm-hmm. Rocky, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I, you know what I mean? Any anything you know that, that that I feel like you know or that we feel like collectively is dope over at Bliss, you know what I'm saying? We gonna we gonna play it, you know? Yeah, that's excellent. That's excellent. I first was introduced to you by actually someone that was uh, flirting with me. <laughs> and I, I was seeing someone, and he played me Guess Who Loves You More. And I was like, who is this guy, right? He's like, it's Raheem Devon. You need to get up on that, right? I guess let's start from the beginning. Uh, I read your Wikipedia where you were working Tower Records and also performing on the D.C. circuit. Yeah, I spent like I spent like the summers in Jersey with my dad, and spent mm-hmm. you know school semesters with my with my mom. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I you know pretty diverse background. You know what I'm saying? My mom kind of middle class suburban, and my father's the same, but he was like you know he lived in the inner city and that type of thing. So um, you know for the time he stayed in Jersey, but uh, I you know I just always was just kind of even from a young age consumed by music. You know my father's a Thai musician. Jazz cellist went by the mm-hmm. name of Abdul. I do. He even, you know, released his own music independently, you know, back in the day. And uh, I, I, you know, I think music always kind of been my calling. And once right. I left, you know, once I graduated from high school, you know, I, I really that's when I really started to pursue it, or kind of find myself, or decide it's something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm definitely thankful because you are definitely part of this program that I'm doing to obtain my baby, you know? I'm like, put some baby music on, you know? And Raheem Devon is definitely on top of the list. But um, from there, um, I guess we could we could say that you just ran the gauntlet and, and grinding on the streets, mixtapes, doing your promotions and everything like that. Who are some of the people that, you know, basically along the way that really uplifted you and helped you get into um, your plan of, of being this fabulous R&B singer and signed to the major labels? I've always been a fan of the hip-hop movement, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I always watch and kind of use, like, what, the, what you know, rappers did as far as branding themselves, to brand myself, you know what I mean? So back far, back far as early as 2000, 2002, I was, you know, making my own mixtapes. I was making my own independent music, and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of putting it out hand to hand. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of the West Coast movement as far as, you know, the, the, the way they just always went out to trump their music independently. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That type of thing. So I just kind of just ad- adopted that that format for myself, you know, in the D.C. area, you know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where people, you know, they know me from being on the train, you know what I'm saying, the, the uh <laughs> you know what I'm saying with the Nasdaq and you know what I'm saying or hitting up the, the poetry spot so the venues that we had at the time where I could mm-hmm. you know expose people to my music I figured out early in my career that like you know even going out and singing at open mics and whatnot is that people um if people gravitate to your music to your sound like they want to take you home with them ultimately like so you got to have something you know what I'm saying on your person at all times 
to mm. give the people what they want, you know what I mean? So people can remember you, people can go tell other people, burn the CDs and whatnot. You know what I mean? So that 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 it was important, like it was major, you know what I'm saying? To make happen and, and I, I, I um you know, I I'm I, I feel like I really set the tone, the blueprint for a lot of the stuff that's happening now. You know what I'm saying? As far yeah. as like artists, you know, you know, fifty fifty cent can single handedly probably created like the mixtape game, you know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for like a fifty, if it wasn't for like um for for Mike Jones in particular, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. who who I was a uh, you know, a fan of how he marketed his marketed and promoted his music, you know what I'm saying? And fifty as well as branding himself. Like I got that blueprint from them two in particular. I mean, it was even a point in time where I was like, I had a, I remember I had a Nextel, and I had that that blowout plan. So I just was getting on my number like on the Nextel. So that was like, I adopted that from you know from uh from 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 Mike Jones and then like the whole mixtape thing was like, yo, I'm gonna take that and and do it on the R&B tip. So I was like really the first like soul singer, R&B singer, what have you like really doing mixtapes, you know what I'm saying, and, and you know, I, I, I know um, it's something that, 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 that um, even Trey Song started to do, it was successful for him, there's a lot of different mm-hmm. artists, like, you know what I'm saying, that, that um, you know, I sat back humbly, and it's like, wow, like, it's crazy now, it's like, that's the norm, like, you can't even put out an album now without right. putting out a tape to, to, exactly. to promote and let people know what you're doing and what to expect. Like mm-hmm. and, and I and I'm definitely you know I say it humbly but I definitely I'm that dude that was doing it first you know what I'm saying so right right and, and it and it, beca- it became a it, be- it became a point in my life or whatever my career I kind of got pulled more with it and I saw a lot of other people doing it and you know what I'm saying like I went through that phase I was like you know reinvent myself like try to do something different and whatever and um. So I mean, I, even now I, I I still drop tapes, but I try to do it where it's unique. You know what I'm saying? If I'm gonna drop a tape, if I'm gonna put anybody a workout to the public, whether it's free or mm-hmm. for purchase, like it's got to be a complete body of work to me, something that people can just vibe to. Um, right. Destination Love, Destination Love Man is my most recent tape I dropped on Valentine's Day, and um, it's you know it's a big success digitally. You know, um, do dab pep down, dab pep downloading, and, and you know all the other live mixtapes. Um, right. That's narrated by Snoop, right? Yeah, yeah, blessed out of film exactly. Me and Snoop, um, you know, we got together early this year, um, and uh, we actually have a have have a have a whole album recorded right now. Wow. You know what I mean? And, um, in limbo, not in, not in a bad place, but in a great limbo. We just deciding on a home for it. And you know he's on his, he's um definitely on his you know what I'm saying he's found himself you know what I'm saying he's doing the Snoop Lion right. thing right now yeah you know yeah he's doing that Snoop Lion yeah, so, thing so, yeah so he in tune with the spirituality and the whole and the, and the whole tip you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. he's on that kick right now but we de- we definitely um you know and I plan to put out my album as well I think he wants to drop an album I'm gonna drop an album and then we gonna we gonna figure out what we gonna do as far as like our album and and it's also some talks of a film as well but the project that we did man we did it over a couple of weeks like you know just like over the net and and and, and the album like it's really a dope body of work like it could come out now it could come out five years from now like it's dope and it still be dope so right. yeah so and, and i think nobody would expect like you know what i'm saying us two to to come together to be able to do that you know what i'm saying so i'm looking i'm looking forward to it and just making sure that it has a proper and the best look possible mm-hmm. you know? And I agree with you too. Like nowadays, 
when you're an artist that's on the grind or, you know, on the circuit and things, you want to get signed to the majors, you already have to almost have already a pre-package going on. You already have to have your buzz and your marketing plan in place in order to even get looked at because labels no longer, they no longer, you know, groom an artist. Those days are dead. It's over for that, you know? Yeah, I, so, I mean, I definitely, I mean, and then you got to weigh the fact that you ever want to be there. Like, I mean, everything's downsized and you don't need a major now to be successful in this exactly. business. And, and, you know what I'm saying? To make money and, you know, be a star. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can, you can kind of thrive that you can, you know, and make that happen on the Internet and create that as well. You know what I mean? But um, you can't forget about the streets evil, the hand-to-hand. It's a, there are a group of people out there, believe it or not, that are not on the computers, that are not, you know, downloading music. You know, they still want to have their hard copy CD or what have you. Right. you know, I'm still trying to balance that out between the two. Um, you know, I, 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 def- I definitely probably was one of the last of Mohicans as far as, like, signing a deal, the type of deal that I had at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was no 360 deals when I did my deal, you know what I mean? I was probably one of the last few artists, mainstream R&B artists, you know, soulful, what have you, that got signed and had success and was consistent, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I put out three albums in five years, you know, three Grammy right. nominations between 2005 and... And, uh, you know, 2010, you know what I mean? So it's five years, you know, the love experience, love behind the melody, uh, and, you know, uh, the love of war masterpiece. And mm-hmm. really, technically, although I've been eager to put out my new album or whatever and feeling like, man, it's been like two years, it's been too long, I need to get some new music out. Well, how are you? Like, <laughs> I'm actually right on schedule because I've actually technically put out an album every, every two years since 2005, you know, so we wrapping up. A place called Loveland. I'm excited about, you know, um, coming back out and what the feedback's going to be. You know, my relationship now. I, I have a new management team. Kevin Lyles is on board. Okay. You know, we, we Excellent. Did a partnership. Yeah, we did a partnership um, recently. I'm excited about that. He's excited about my project. You know, and mm-hmm. um, and, and and then it's, a, it's it's you know being a circle of great other artists as well. You know, we managed Trey Songs and Estelle. And, D'Angelo's now on board, and, you know. What I mean? So it's, it's it's um it's dope. It's def- definitely a dope little family to be part of. You know what I mean? And right. um learning so much already. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just excited about that. Yeah. Also, I feel um I I saw you. I I live in NYC, but I happened to catch you a few years ago at the Nokia Theater. I think you are just one of the most excellent showmen in the business. Like. You put on a show from the beginning to the end. It's you're, the the crowd is involved. Like you can't take your eyes off of you. You're, when I went to see you, this was the time when you had the artist on the stage painting while you were performing, and then at the end of the show, the guy comes out with the cape. I felt like that was the reach back to the era, you know, like a salute to the to the people that brought it before you. With your showmanship. You would have to say, like, that's really an important part of being an artist, correct? Yeah, I mean, that's everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, like my show is everything to me. Like, it's one thing to go in there and be able to create the records, and even at a point, I'm in a point in my career where I can go find hit records, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got a team of writers, you know, I'm not in a space where I feel like I have to write every song now, you know what I mean? Wrong. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I feel like there's a lot of great songs out there with nobody to sing, but definitely... The performance part of it is a major factor for me. Like I'm very competitive, you know what I mean. Right. Like, and um, 
But more importantly, though, I enjoy what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I enjoy, I thoroughly enjoy performing. I just had a three-day run. Um, Mm -hmm. About last week or two, I I performed at the uh, prestigious Howard Theater in Washington, D.C. It was the first time that I had the opportunity to open it up. Um, mm-hmm. For the for the event they had opening, and I uh, did part of the tribute to Marvin Gaye. They did a tribute to Marvin Gaye because that's where he was discovered. So myself, James wow. Ingram, um, George Duke was the was the house was the MD for the house band. And oh, uh, wow, yeah, a lot of a lot of a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people. There. A lot of great Smokey people. Robinson, you know, Smokey Robinson. They started the Motown Review there. Barry Gordy was mm-hmm. there. Like, it was great, you know what I mean? I absolutely performed. I like, standing ovation, like, Barry Gordy and Smokey Robinson came back to stage to meet me. Like, that was crazy. Like, that was that was crazy, but... Um, How did you feel there. when they came back and said, well, I just wanted to meet you? What, like, what did you think? I mean, it was like the OGs, like, saluting me, you know what I'm saying? They so, they so humble with it, you know what I'm saying? Like, them guys don't want for nothing. I mean, they gave you know, 20 minute speeches and it really boiled down to, you know, humility and, 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 and really, um, to, to them it was about the music and still is about mm-hmm. the songs and the music and, you know, the history and what, and the dudes that they paid for us, you know, they played the Howard Theater because at that time they couldn't play, you know, certain venues or white venues and, you know, coming through the South and when they touched down in D.C. and to be able to play this venue and get the love and support they did, you know what I mean? It just was for them. It was just a, it, it was a whole never thing because the building's been open since since like 1918. You know what I mean? So it it it, it was dope to just do my own. You know, do a show there, and um, you know I did there. I did Baltimore. I did uh, New York as well um, last weekend. BB King. That was crazy. Sold out. You know what I mean? I, 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 yeah, it was sold out. <laughs> yeah. I was late on buying that ticket. Like ow. Oh. And I was trying to find someone. I was like, anybody, please, you got a ticket, let me know. But I missed out on that show. But the next time you're in NYC, I'm going to be front and center. Definitely. And I got to acknowledge all the beautiful ladies that came out from the tri-state area and, you know, and, and, and willingly, you know, put their put their household on the line, leave their panties on stage. It was about... <laughs> yeah, you get a lot of those on stage, I know. That. New York went in. The count is now at like 15. Like, it's like it's, it's like the Teddy Pendergrass up there. New York holds the crown right now. Just know that. Like they 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 hold the title. It's like and it's it, that's that's a large number of, of lingerie to be thrown on stage in one night. You know what I mean? So I don't, man, cool. I don't know where it's gonna happen next, but New York holds the crown. <laughs> when you started being an artist, I mean, was this your vision? Did you see it? Did you know like this? My goal. This is where I am going to be. Like, did you claim it like that? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of my philosophy about life now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's to the point. You know what I'm saying? I believe in the power of the mind. You know what I'm saying? I believe in the power yeah. of the You know? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I believe. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a higher octave to all of this. You know what I'm saying? And I believe in so you know I believe in the saying you got to be careful what you wish for too. So I try to be yeah. careful about the things I I, I I want and claim. You know what I mean? Because in order to do some things and have some things you never had, you got to do some things you never done. You know what I mean? So you have yeah. to kind of weigh that out. But um, all in all, like you know, I'm very blessed to be able to have the career that I have, to have the loyal fan base I have. You know, 
talents and I'm you know able to maintain it. You know what I'm saying and um and, and be able to make a living. You know be able to make a living from it at the end of the day. And, and right. That that's you know that's what it's all about. I mean I I figured out a long time ago we make I make as an artist I make message music so it's all about what what I want my message to be. You know what I'm saying and, and how I want yeah. to touch people. With the, with the, you know, with the, with the power of sound and word. Yeah, one of my favorite songs that was on the Love Experience was um, where I need to be, like where I stand. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. And it was really, it was like a really fast. It was really dope because at the time I remember I was going through something like, okay, where is this going? Where do we stand here? You know. And um, and that song played a big part in like me, like moving forward and like I really got to get this done this song is giving me the message I always feel like certain things come on to give you a message or a signal about life and what direction to go so I really believe that so that was one of the whole album all the albums I actually I can't even pinpoint which one is my favorite they're all fantastic um before I let you go though there is something that we ask all our guests on the show um we ask them what's their three favorite producers um, for you I, I could say hip hop or R&B because you're both you know so your three favorite hip hop or producers or R&B producers your three favorite um, MCs and your three favorite groups uh, man it's crazy it's going to be hard um, yeah all the artists say that like, oh producers, god my producers would probably definitely want um I definitely got put in there. Scott Storch. All right. Um, Kenny Dope Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Who, who produced like nine songs on my last album. You know, um, Guess Who Love You More. Uh, oh. Desire Marathon. Uh, Bulletproof. Mm. You know, a, a, a gang of songs on the last album. Garden of Love. Um, just like you know, he's a, he's a, he's a producer. He's a great producer. He understands sound and instruments sonically. You know what I'm saying? Even even to the point of like, if he's not playing, bringing in musicians and that, he just understands. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I definitely, I would say Kenny Dope Gonzalez, um, Scott Storch, and um, I haven't I haven't had an opportunity to work with him yet, but. Um, I mean, that's that. I gotta put. I gotta say, people that I work with, and um, Mark Batson, I would have to say, is, is, is you know, and he's he's one of he's one of those cats that's humble, but you read the credits and, and and know you know what I'm saying and know what he's done. You know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I, those are, those would be my three. You know what I'm saying because and these are people that I work with, and um. And if I had to go above and beyond that, if I got to throw in a couple of other names, I mean, of course, you got Dr. Dre, you know of what I'm saying, that, that that market, that Mark, you know, comes under that umbrella, and Scott also comes under that umbrella as well, they, they, you know what I'm saying, like Dr. Dre, I just haven't had the opportunity to work with him yet, you know what I'm saying, but mm-hmm. um, I'm a fan, I'm a, I, I look, just to put that aside, let's say, let's take three people that I want to work with, Dr. Dre, okay. Timberland, Mm-hmm. And 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 maybe like maybe like Quincy Jones, you know what I'm saying? Like I would like those yeah. three in particular are those are producers that at some point in my career I would love to work with. And mm-hmm. my but my top three right now that I had to go with because I've worked with them 
would be the ones I just gave, you know what I'm saying? And then um as far as you said you said hip you said hip what was the other what was the other categories? It'll be your top um your top three MCs or since you also sing your top Let's let's do both three top three MCs top three and your top MCs. three singers. Oh, man, you killing me! I right know, now. I know, I know. <laughs> um, I I had to throw the roots in there as one entity. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so then we'll leave that for groups because you also have to name your three favorite groups. So we can leave that for groups. Okay, so we yeah, but you can't count out Black Thought as an MC like no, yeah, out probably quietly. Yeah, like, I I agree. He might be one of the best, like quiet, yeah. like humbly, you know what I'm saying? Humbly, yep. Yeah. He is, to me as uh, well, I agree with that. Nah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, definitely say Nah. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, uh, nah, man, it's hard right here. <laughs> One more, one more. Dead or living, dead or alive. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter. All up to you. Yeah, Nas. Um, This is interesting. I'm like talking to you and I'm watching the VH1 Awards at the same time. I know, me too. (laughs) But still. (laughs) But, um. Oh, it's so much I want. Nas and. It could be anybody. Like, just. Um, Rakim, let's say. I don't know. Um, oh, man, you're killing me right now because you just pulled <laughs> Rakim out of your hat. I, that's how you say it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But, um, I'll say, I'll say right. my generation. I'll say in my generation, Nas, Jay. I got those Jay in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, it's so much great hip hop out right now. You yeah, know it's really, really I, is. I still go with Nas, Jay-Z, Biggie, and Tupac. I don't care. I'm gonna, that's okay. Gonna, I mean, All right. And then your I'm top gonna, three groups. I just, <laughs> and then you have, like, artists like Kendrick Lamar that are new. That's oh, out. yeah. Got my artist, Phil Day, that's crazy. You got, oh, man, it's so many, like, you got it's so many dope artists out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you named your three. So what about groups? Are we gonna go with the roots, um, or are you just gonna be like I already said, Black Thought? Groups, groups. I would say the roots. Definitely. Um, Prince, Prince and the Revolution. Mm, right. Nice. Movie, right. Nice. <laughs> All right. So roots, Prince and the Revolution, and uh, man, the Beatles. Wow, I'm digging that pick. I'm digging that big time. Beatles. Nice. So, I want to thank you for coming on to the show tonight. And before I let you go once again, can you just tell the people what's coming up next and where to find you? Oh, uh, man. Okay, so this is the Ryan Devon movement. You know, I ran the Love Life campaign. That's my that's my thing everywhere. Um, every Sunday, you can tune into the Raheem Devon show. That's at bliss.fm, B-L-I-S dot FM. Um, mm-hmm. Tune in there. The show is from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Sunday. Uh, what else? I got going so much. Um, a Place Called Loveland. Right. The fourth album. It will be coming out soon. Uh, it's going to be super dope. 
Um, I have I, I have a gang of mixtapes I'm about to come out. He me taught you too. A lot of my mixtapes you can always get those at thatpiff.com. You know I have okay. previous mixtapes there as well. Um, That's you know, cool. You can also get them. You can also get them at You know as well. But I got he me taught you too coming. I got um. Nice before Loveland, I think I'm gonna drop that before the before the album comes out. And, you know, I got a place called Loveland. Um, yeah, I, you know, and, and I'm just working. I'm, just, I'm I'm working. I'm just grinding. Like, you know, what I'm saying it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. I got my own brand now, Three Six Eight Music Group. Uh, if you if you follow people out there that love hip hop, follow mm-hmm. my artist Phil Day on Twitter. That's P H I L A D E underscore R F. Still out day. Um, he's on tour. He's on tour with Rocky Fresh right now, and he's got about five mixtapes out, all available on that Piff as well. Um, you know, and, and, and we just work, and everything's a work in progress. Excellent, excellent. I'm not gonna forget something. But, you know. Well, I'm sure with everything that you're doing, there's gotta be a bevy of things that you probably forgotten. But everyone, yeah. please keep supporting Raheem Devon. I know I don't have to talk to ladies. They're always going to support you no matter what. <laughs> but I'm, the, the men are supporting you, too, because if a brother drops anything from you in the stereo, you know it's about to be on that night. That's all I know. It's going down. It's going down. So thanks again for coming on the show. And we're going to get into some some of your music next. No problem. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to tell you, hey, yo, everybody, d- download Destination Love Land. You want to get a feel for where I'm at, musically with it right now. It's a free album I put out to the internet. Just virally burn it for your friends, play it at your wine tastings, the holidays are coming up, all that good stuff. Right. That's right. Destination That's Love right. Land. Grab that Excellent. at bliss.fm. It's for free. You can download it and enjoy it. It's free. Yeah, Six Man Radio, the home of adult contemporary hip hop and that grown and sexy R&B that you love, nigga. It's your boy Bad Seed, aka Nicholas Cage, along with my lovely co-defendant Nadine Michelle. Good job, Nate. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> up. Good job. Thank you, you know very why y'all why you and Raheem was chopping it up, you know I was uh, I'm over here. I'm trying to get fresh with Jill because she on her way. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I think I think your cologne is is just, a, just slightly a little too much. You know, as soon as I got off, ah, the phone, hey, I just hey, I just hey, hit hey, my nigga. nose. I'm like, oh, <laughs> god damn. Yeah. But yeah, man, <laughs> shout to Raheem Devon. Shout to Raheem. You know, really dope artist. Y'all make sure y'all go check out his album he just dropped. It's called Place Called Loveland. If you go get it at Target, you get two bonus joints on there. So make sure y'all go get that now. Now, well, you can go now while you listen to Six Man Radio. Just call up six four six four seven eight three five nine nine and listen to us on the go. No. Right, Just carry us sure. with you while you go to Target yeah. and pick that up. I think Target yeah. closes late, but yeah, real dope album. Yeah. Man, I really had a good time talking to him too. He's a real humble brother. Yeah, he's dope. I definitely appreciate he's dope. him. You know. Yeah, yeah, he's mm-hmm. dope, he's dope. All right, so you know what we're going to do now? Now that now that I'm fresh for jail, you know, I ain't missing yeah. this one. 
Yeah, you are definitely. You got hard missing. bottom shoes on, y'all. You Come got on, hard man. No, yo, your boy. Cufflinks, all that, baby. Oh <laughs> we goodness. get suited and booted. <laughs> huh? All right, so, yo, this is what I'm going to do. So that we can get warmed up for Jim, because I know I, I need to get warmed up for my baby mom. Let's play some of her music. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Let's play some of her music, and then, and, oh, good Lord. And then the <laughs> trumpet. Good, good, good grief, y'all. All right. We'll be back. Six man. Radio. Radio. Radio.
love, y'all. This is Jill Scott, chilling with Six Man Radio, the home of adult contemporary hip-hop and R&B.
going to hear the pages turn. Six man. Radio. 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 Let me take my cadelphone Don't want this thing But can't let go Even though I need it so
Politics Man. Radio. 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 Six Man Radio, the home of adult contemporary hip hop and that grown and sexy arm beat that you love, nigga. It's your boy Bad Seed, aka Nicholas Cage, along with my lovely co host Nate Dean. Much. Yeah, what up, Nate? What's going on, Seed? Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, you already I'm know. To, I'm trying to pull myself together here. I'm, I'm sorry. Listen, but, but wait, I'm listen. Gonna... I'm over here. I'm breakdancing. I'm pop locking. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm doing the I'm doing the kid and play dance with myself right now. All right, I'm, I'm on the <laughs> <up>. <laughs> on the line right now. We have a very special guest. We're huge fans. Oh man, I, it's ladies and gentlemen. Miss Jill Scott is in the building. Peace, Jill. How are you? Uh, what's up? Hola. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. What's up, y'all? Heard up. up. We chilling. We chilling. Listen, this is such a big honor. As a as a singer, I want to thank you as as an artist slash singer. What what everything under the umbrella. I want to thank you for for what you're you're giving to the game, which seems to, in my opinion, my humble opinion as a music lover, is lacking, which is substance to the music. And you've always been consistent with this, so I thank you for that from day one. Thank you, appreciate it. Wow, you are very welcome. It's my pleasure. Word up, word up. Okay, so. Let let's let's start from the beginning. Um, how did how did you how did you actually get into wanting to pursue a career in this? Um, well, I didn't really know a lot about the industry, which is kind of ignorance is bliss. Um, right. So I just wanted to sing. I just wanted to write. Um, I had been doing um, a production of Rent in Canada and um, they asked me if I would go to Broadway and it seemed like a good idea the pay was nice like my per diem was real sweet it seemed like a good idea but I had also been calling Jazzy Jeff for about six months every day um, hoping that they would allow me to write songs um, I had written You Got Me with The Roots and um, I thought okay if I could do that then maybe this is a career for me Another, right. you know, so um, I had been writing songs with them, and while I was away with the roots, I found out that I had a record deal. So it was like, you know, make a decision. What do you want to do? You want to have a Broadway existence, which is eight shows a week, you know, um, one day off a week, which is Monday. You know, is right. that the existence you really want, or do you want to try to do something else? So I chose um, getting a, a, I chose being in the music industry. And it it just seemed to to fit. I mean, I had worked and it called so often trying to get in the door. And just as a songwriter, I had no idea that um, the production company that I was working with at the time was sending out music to get me a record deal. I didn't even know. I was like, oh, we're... That's Vidal in them, right? Um, What was his name? Yeah, Vidal Davis. Mm-hmm. And Andre Harris, no. it was a production company, was a touch of jazz. It was Jazzy Jeff's production company at the time. Right. It's interesting. That's interesting because that first album, Who Was Jill Scott, I mean, that I still like to this day, it's pretty much the blueprint. But it, it, it's interesting because they recently put out The Vault, Volume 1, 
and as a fan, I was hyped. I was like, okay. But then I remember looking at some publications, and, and, and you said that, uh, you know, you didn't you didn't approve this. That this is this was music that was pretty much on the cutting room floor, which I was surprised about because there's some bangers on there. Joe, wait, hold on. Wondering why you don't talk to me? I play that every day. <laughs> you wasn't feeling that. You wasn't feeling these records. Yeah, I was feeling it, but at the time, um, they didn't work with the rest of the record. So, right. you know, it's, it's, I had a plethora of music, but I needed it to work for my purpose. Right, so, right, right. Gotcha. You know, it's kind of just set. So, I mean, I think it's a good idea that they did the Vault album. Um, you know, that's pretty much the gist of it. I think it was a good idea they had it. And when you sign a record deal, they have the rights to the other things that you that you don't put out. So right. a reminder to any artist that if you have music, only give them what you think they need and no more than that. Other than that, you're going to have a couple of vault records. I've got probably got like another three in there. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's Possibly. Who knows? I, I don't know. It, it was just so long ago, and it's 10 years worth of... Uh, recording, just just recording to find, you know, the the, the project at the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but you you started off, I guess you it's it's natural when I hear your music and when I hear you speak, you know, you can hear the the spoken word artist in you. Was that your first love, the poetry, when you started doing poetry, or was just all came to you step by step? You know, I I was never really a spoken word artist. I think um, spoken artists, spoken word artists have a kind of timbre and a kind of rhythm that I just, I never got into. Um, When I read poetry, I literally read the poetry. I didn't add anything extra to it. I didn't, you know, I wanted the word to stand for itself. And um, being in that environment where it's just you and the words and the people who are listening, um, it just led me to, to writing songs. It, you know, it's really a natural progression. Right. I, yeah. I saw you perform with um, Maxwell uh, yeah. at the Garden. And, man, that was my first time seeing you perform. And uh, I remember telling Seed, I was like, she was so dope. That I wanted to throw my panties onto the stage. <laughs> I've gotten I was a lot of like, panties wow. over the years. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of panties over the years. It's always a compliment to me, but the security comes and they take people out for that. Yeah. <laughs> they really do. They score them out. I'm like, oh, it's cool, you know. It's Have women done that to you? Have they oh, like, yeah, oh my god? Wow, because it's, it's it's utterly amazing, and you know I I think like when you first came out, I think I don't I'm not sure if you had gotten this. I think people thought, oh she's so sweet, and so kind, and and so loving. So when certain things you say, certain sexual things you say, and you know it's so bold but yet so delicately put. <laughs> Did they say to you, "Oh my goodness, Jill, what are you doing? I thought you were like this." Did you ever? Did you get that from some of your fans or people? Of course. I mean, if you listen to the live recording of uh, um, Eight Twenty Six, the first record, you hear somebody saying, "No, no," as I'm reciting, I'm reciting the thickness. Um, uh-huh. I'm just a lover of all words and life, right. all words. You know, there's a point for and a purpose for each and every word. 
Um, so I appreciate them and I use them as well as I can. So um, I'm also a, a woman and I'm also living life. So, of course, I'm going to talk about sexual activity. Of course, I'm going to talk about heartbreak. Of course, I'm going to talk about meeting somebody and maybe wanting to spend some time with them. You know, of course I am. Um, for people who were uh, put off by it, I, I don't know what to tell them. You know, because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm living real life over here. I, I, yeah. It'd be great if I was a... a you know, a monk or, um, you know, some kind of high priest sitting on a mountain somewhere. But yeah. I'm, I'm living real life. And I like, yeah. I personally like my um, my sexual songs because they're not explicit, but they're very visual. And you get the awesome. same feelings. And, you know, I, I don't I don't say the, the quote-unquote ugly words for things because I don't need to. I can, right. I can definitely paint a picture without having to be graphic, even though it is quite graphic, without being uh, vulgar. Perfect segue, though. Perfect segue. The record Crown Royal. Jesus. Yes. This is this is probably one of the dopest nah, but but just on a level of just a record. It's probably one of the dopest records ever. I'm so mad at you, Joe. Why is it a minute and some change? <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was in the studio with J.R. Hudson and he happened to put the track on. So basically what happens with me is I wait for the inspiration to hit me. And right. um he put the track on and I just started running. And producers that know me at this point, they know, like, if I get up and I'm starting to run, and they're like, okay, let's get the mic together, make sure, you know, she's recording, because it's all right. going to come out now. And um, that's pretty much the way that song happened. And when I was done, I was done. I figured I had said everything I needed to say. Do you hear that a lot? I mean, Do you hear people say, look, that record? Oh, yeah. Like, you need to make that longer, but it is what it is. It, um, how, how are we supposed to make babies to that, Joe? How are we supposed to make babies to a minute and a half? <laughs> it, it, it don't, it, for some, it don't take that long. Oh, but, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, for some, it doesn't take that long to make a baby. I'm, right. But, um, you know, I... I don't know. I, it just, it was, when it was done, it was done. It's just yeah. pretty much all I, I wanted to say. So oh, I left it at that. Great song. Great. And, and another song that I'd like to ask you about is also one of my very favorites, which is Rasul. Is, is that a, is that something that actually happened that you really witnessed? Because when I hear that song, I feel like you're standing right there witnessing it, you know? Is that a song where it happened to you That's in Philly? Thank you. That's what it's supposed to feel like. Yeah. Music is supposed to be visual as well. You're supposed to be able to taste things and feel things and um, definitely um, it's supposed to touch you somewhere, you know. And um, I, wow, when I was 17, um, I witnessed my whole neighborhood basically die. All the, all the dudes that I knew, the guys that were hustling, you know, they all went down a terrible path. They didn't live. And, uh, you know, Russell is, is that experience for me. Wow. Jill Scott is the truth. And I wanted, I, I wanted to kind of venture off into the hip-hop thing, though, because to me, you seem to be more hip-hop than a lot of these hip-hop niggas. For real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like for real. I'll tell, them, I'll tell them straight up. You know what I mean? Like, has this been something that you you were interested in doing as well? Did you Did you... 
was there a time with was there an MC Jill Scott <laughs> somewhere like you know? <laughs> when I was in the eighth grade, yeah, you know, I used to battle um, <laughs> me and my girlfriend. Oh God, I can do it. We used to battle uh, different schools back in the day. Just you know, just because that's what everybody did at the time. But I think yeah. Philadelphia, Philly is a place where some incredible thoughtful MCs come from. They can yeah. really paint pictures and on average. Um, if you catch a silly MC, he's going to spend 64 before he even thinks about creating a hook. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how that's how clever and how um, intricate the rhyme skills are. You know, it's not about that fantastic 16. It's about creating an entire picture, an entire um, um, visual for for whatever it is, whether it's uh, romance or sex or. Um, fighting or, or, you know, beef, whatever it is, it's a it's a big picture. And the lines are cutting. So, you know, yeah. because of that, I mean, I've been around Black Thought and Petey Pratt and Meek Mill and... Yeah, Eagle. Um, <laughs> yeah. Eagle and Freeway and Dice Raw and Malik B. And, you know, these are MCs that I think MCs should study. You know, right, um, right. I'm a I'm a big lover of of words, and when somebody strings them together and has a the nerve to be eloquent and vibe beat, I'm in. I'm yeah. In. Yeah. And it's not just you know I learned from Philadelphia MCs. It's not just one way to ride a beat. You know, right. I'm a fan of Rakim. I love the fact that, that there's so many different kinds of flows. A MC right. with one flow is going to annoy me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't bear. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I might like the one song or two songs, but if you're going to consistently have the same flow, I'm out. I, I can't stay. Right. Yeah. Right. No love lost. Good luck with that, but I gotta go. <laughs> um, we want to quickly just foray into your film and television, and wow, again, once again, you know, just really excellent. Just you Thank really. You. The, the number one ladies detective agency on HBO, I felt you. I thought you were from Botswana. I was like, <laughs> Jill is killing this game right now. And it's like it's like a, a slow but gentle way, the way you're transitioning between genres. It's really dope. You know, so I just want to commend you for your acting, I mean. And you just had something recently, I think, uh, is it for television that was announced? Steel Magnolias. No, oh, not yeah, to Steel Magnolias. Did. Something else. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just got a pilot. Um, a pilot is a it's, it's kind of like a little movie for television to see if the um, see if the people are interested in it, and if it is, and they'll make a series out of it. Mm-hmm. It's called Second oh. Sight. It's kind of a science fiction uh, drama. I play uh, Doctor Safrine Talier. Okay. No. Oh, very, very I'm actually well. in New Orleans right now, um, shooting it. Excellent. Wow. Really, really Congratulations. Dope. Congratulations. Yeah. People tend to say, oh, you know, you just came out of nowhere acting, and I really did nothing acting for 20 years, maybe 21 now. But, um, you know, I started in theater. Poetry led me to theater. Theater led me to singing, and here I am. So right. you know, I, have to, I have to do all the things that I could do because it makes me happy. Right. It makes right. me happy. I, I, the hardest work I have is acting. Singing right. comes, you know, very naturally to me and it feels very good to me. 
and if it doesn't, then I stop. But uh, acting is something that is, is mandatory because, again, I'm a lover of, of words. And when you have right. a writer that is um, is really is really painting the picture, I'm in. I'm down. Right. Well, well, Jill. Before we let you go, what we do is we ask all of our guests the same three questions. But before I even get to that, how's motherhood? I am absolutely loving it. I like this part better now that he's uh, three, almost four years old. Right. I really do like this part better. The the earliest part, you know, people tell me all the time, especially dudes. I, I hang around mostly dudes, and they say that I'm I'm kind of like a man in the way I think and the way I do things, which is which is whatever. You know, I'm I'm comfortable in my femininity, um, right. but I the beginning of, of of being a mother was very challenging for me. And now that he can communicate with me and um, we crack up and hang out and, you know, that's my little dude. Like, that's my homie. No. And I no. enjoy him so much. He's like one of the funniest people I ever met. No. You know, I just, yeah, he, he's great. So all I want to do is keep um, keep him growing, you know, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and otherwise. You know, any way that I can help him be a great man, that's that's my job, and I love my job. It's such a uh, such a blessing, such a pleasure, and an honor to be this this boy's mother. You know, right, right. And you know what? You guys, you guys are definitely in our prayers. God bless you. God bless your family. And we we really appreciate you taking the time out. But Miss Scott, <laughs> before we let you go. <laughs> all of our all of our guests get asked the same three questions. It's okay. Your top me. your your top three MCs all time. Top three groups. Damn. Yep. Damn. Top three. You, okay. you you get it too. Hey, hey, Jill, you fine, but you get it too, Jill. <laughs> you you get it too. All right. All right. Top three MCs all time. Top three hip hop groups all time, and top three producers of all time. Okay, this is going to hurt because I know later on, I'm like, oh, why didn't I say yeah. it? Uh, <laughs> top three MCs. Who are you killing me right now? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> Love you. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> okay. Damn. And I, they have to be in order? No, nah, I mean, they don't uh, have to be. Wanted to be. Yeah. Thank you, because that, that hurts even worse. Mm-hmm. Top, three M- top three MCs. Okay. I'm going to go with Biggie Smalls. Okay. Um, big, to me, the the, the quality of, of lyricism, right. how he can paint a picture, whether I agree with him about anything or not, is is superior to me. Right. The fact that he, he would make me relate. I was in the closet. You know what I'm saying? Right, <laughs> I right, love right, him right, that. Right. Love him <laughs> that. Um, Black Thought is one of nope. the most intelligent men I've ever come across, period. Um, his wordplay, the fact that he can scat and sing and he raps like he scats and sings is ridiculous right. to me. Um, right. Oh, this is hard. <laughs> this is hard. I, uh, it's hard. I'm going to have to say... Oh, I'm going to kick myself later. I know it. I'm going to have to say Rakim. Yeah. Because he really, 
he really started it for me. That's um, very solid, though. Came, That's a solid three. You know what I mean? <laughs> but but there's so many that I love yeah, to appreciate. Are. You know, Rakim is the first MC that I really took time to write down everything he said. Right. And that was the beginning of my, like, my real falling in love with hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, just so, just super clever. He's one of the few people that, and couldn't quite get myself together. Super, super thoughtful. And please, 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 I have my honorable mention, Big Daddy Kane. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. That nasty. Yeah. Yuck. Let it roll, get ball. I just say Hulk. Oh man. Okay. Um. Top three groups. Mhm. Okay. The Roots. I'm gonna say the Roots because, uh, first of all, Black Thought is incredible. Uh, Malik B is incredible. Um, they are the only maintaining hip hop band. So musically, it's not a game, and it's never been a game. If you if you have any questions about that, check out Do You Want More, which is still my all-time favorite album, even though Illidelph Half-Life made me sick. Absolutely. <laughs> it made me sick. Um, let's see, the Fugees, particularly for Lauryn Hill. Right. Particularly for Lauryn Hill, I just felt like that was the most perfect platform for one of the illest MCs ever. She's incredible, and I miss them terribly. Individually, yeah. mm-hmm. um, together, <laughs> magnificent. Yeah. All, um, right. All right, Jill, you're almost done. Three. Tribe. Tribe, hands down. Tribe. Tribe, okay. Tribe, yeah, yeah, yeah. without a doubt. Live the majority of my college existence on tribe. Pretty much. You know, Pretty just much. clever, fun, um, never negative, ever. They weren't right. clapping anybody. You know what right. I mean? They were just thoughtful dudes that were thinking out loud and yeah. enjoying life. And I, I love that. Love they were just making Siemens furniture. That's it. They wasn't clapping. <laughs> yeah, it is. That was as yeah, as it got. <laughs> crazy, crazy wordplay. Crazy, wonderful yeah. wordplay. Love it, love it, love it. Um, All right. Top so three, the top three speechness. Yeah. Speechness. Mm. Okay. Salam Remy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Dude is a problem. He's an absolute (laughs) musical problem. And my goodness. The the Nas, the last Nas record hurt my feelings. I had to I had to turn it off and throw something. <laughs> I had yeah, to yeah. throw something. I was like, really? You gonna do it like that? Okay. Yeah. All right. Salam for me, absolutely. Uh gee, where's Ninth Wonder. Yes. Um, I love Ninth. I think his um his his how, what's the word I'm looking for? His consistency and respect level for hip hop is just it's superior. Yeah. 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 I, I I fox with him all day. Um <sighs> now here's another one. Oh wait. <laughs> this is this is hard. You, you, okay, you really ask hard questions. 
Yeah, man. Mm-mm. Hip-hop producer. Oh, this is so hard. You're killing me right now. <laughs> you know what's funny? Everybody says that, too. Yeah, they do. Everybody. Everybody. Because the love level is so high. Right. You know, right. It's, like right. Choosing, it's like choosing your favorite air. You know? Right, like, right. <laughs> I like all of them. You know, I, I, I could use Do Without the Pollution. Definitely that. <laughs> But uh, I'm a breeze. I'm an old right. true breeze. And, and <laughs> you know what I mean? So, last one. Damn, damn, damn. I'm going to say Kanye. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I could definitely see yep. y'all working together soon. That, that needs to happen. Who who knows? I don't I don't go searching for people. You know, yeah. I, I put this energy out there, and if it happens, it happens. But... Yeah. Um, I just think musically, uh, his last record, his first record, was just incredible. Okay. Uh, I like music that that changes, and it, I heard modulation. I heard, um, right. it's heard different kinds of energy, and right. um, I like that. That's a part of the story. For me, right. the producers that I love the most are the ones that tell a story even without somebody on the beat. Right. They produce. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not just a beat maker. They produce. It's a legitimate rest. collaboration. Right. Absolutely. It's a legitimate collaboration. And that's, that's all you really want. That's all I really want. Please don't come with just a beat. I get that a lot where producers are like, oh, check this out. I got something for you. The beat is hot, but you didn't go anywhere. So you're, right. you're making me do all the work. That's no fun. Right. That's no fun. Where's your thought? What were you thinking for a bridge? Maybe right, I'll right. be left of where you where you went, but that's my choice. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that I have a full canvas, and now all I really have to do is, is put the colors down. I like that. That feels good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Word up. I love it. I love See, Joe, we can sit here. We could chop it up with you about music all day. Ever. <laughs> Word up. Ever. Listen. Listen, and Joe. I'm so glad that it hasn't died. You know, I'm so glad that people still appreciate music, that play yeah. all kinds, all genres of music. There are some great, great musicians out here right now. For anybody who's into jazz, please listen to Gregory Porter. The man literally He's incredible. Isn't he incredible? Black now. Nineteen sixty what? I I I I bite people. It's a bad habit, but it's genuine. <laughs> and he's somebody that I would I would definitely bite him. Definitely. Yeah. I got yeah. no harm intended. I'm not trying to break nobody's skin. I don't want to go to prison <laughs> ever. But <laughs> no, it's it's really a love thing. And you got, yeah. you have to ask my son. He's got he's got plenty of love. He's dope. Well, y'all, y'all heard it here first from the queen. You heard? And Jill, well, I wanna, I wanna thank you. This, this meant so much to us that you, that you took the time out to give us a call. Thank you, and God bless you. You know what I mean? And we oh, look thank forward. Thank you. For real, we look forward to anything, anything that you got everything. coming out. Salute to you, and please don't hang up because we want to get a couple drops from you. Okay. Got it. Thank All right, you. six, six man radio. We'll be right back.
Yeah. Okay. All right. You see, you were you were totally <laughs> under control. You're totally